welcome back to the new show right here on Active FM where radio has never been better. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know, like I always say, you can call me Gigs. Yes, and Gigs is spelled G-I-K-S. And I'm here to give you the lowdown on what is happening in the world around you from general news to politics and beyond. So listen to the new show i mean it's really really hot uh this week we're going to be talking about something that is quite serious i'm i know there's been memes going around about the fact that 2020 can't get worse now there's another war that might be taking place and all of these 500 memes that are going around and stuff like that and we are speaking about the chinese and indian situation the clashes that's happening between china and india and uh yeah so we're gonna be just a quick overview of what the whole situation is is that at least 20 indian soldiers were killed last week monday in a, a night incident it happened in gawan valley in the disputed yeah, ladaka region china accused indian troops of crossing the border twice provoking and attacking chinese personnel both sides insisted that no shots were fired. Indian officials gave accounts of fighting with bare hands, iron rods and stones. There were reports of Chinese casualties but no official confirmation. Military officials from both countries later met to defuse the situation, defusing inverted commas. Why they're fighting the military superpowers have been arguing for decades over territory in the high altitude, largely in uninhabited region. Their armies come face to face at many points along the 3,440 kilometer shared border. And why does it matter? Both sides see the area as strategically important economically and militarily. Uh, it neither gives way that the standoff could have destabilizing consequences for the regions and lastly how dangerous could it be potentially very dangerous efforts to reduce tensions if you saw in the recent days army generals from india and china have been involved in talks amid at resolving the border role so that's basically what i'm going to be talking about and that's basically what's been happening they are fighting over who has territory over that specific region around the Himalayas and yeah so that's what I'm be talking about it's going to be quite interesting it's going to be awesome and as always I would love to hear your feedback on the whole situation are you for China are you for India are you against both of them do you think that they can share the borders and so on so we're going to be speaking about India and China the border conflict basically <laughs> Hot presenters. Hi, this is Gavin Inslin. The best topics. How do you turn your house from being just a normal home to a five-star hotel? The hottest music. You love me tender. The most entertaining presenters. You are on the movie show. And in your left corner you have Ryan. And in your right corner you have Bad. Everything you could ever want in radio. Radio has never been better. Now, weeks-long tensions between China and India have basically begun to turn deadly. If you've been keeping up with the news and been seeing since last week, Monday, because, well, I don't know how long, it's been long, but it came to my attention last week, Monday. Uh, but I'm going to be answering a few questions that 
that have come about frequently asked questions about the whole situation and about the clashes in the Himalayan area between China and India and yeah so that's what we're going to be talking about so the first question is what happened at India's and China's disputed border now what precisely happened remains unclear people are not really sure the information basically came from both armies and neither of them are taking blame or neither of them are giving full truth probably of what is happening now the Indian government said that 20 of its troops died in a clash in an area known as Gawan Valley and the casualties resulted on both sides. The Chinese government didn't comment on casualties from either side confirming only that a clash took place after Indian soldiers crossed into an area it is considered under Chinese control. So that's where the whole fight started from where the Indians are saying that the Chinese killed 20 of their people and the Chinese are like no one died type of situation. We don't know what you're talking about and the clash only took place because the Indian people went into our territory and yeah so that's basically what's been happening now the second question is why are India and China fighting now if you know your history the two countries fought a war in 1962 a little more than a decade after their birth India in 1947 and the People's Republic of China in 1949 over the delineation of their borders China dominated the short but intense war focused on the eastern stretch of, of boundary between the countries but the war didn't settle the matter and much of the 2000 mile border remains in disputes so that's basically they've been fighting this war for a very long time they've been wanting to claim that specific territory for a very long time Now where exactly did the clash take place is another question that has been asked and then the the answer to that is that the confrontation broke out in the Gowan Valley a strategic part of the disputed border zone that the two countries refer as the line of actual control in the eastern part india controls the area of its Arunachal Pradesh state which lies south of a demarcation line the British colonial government crafted with Tibet before the People's Republic of China came into existence. China doesn't recognize the demarcation because it doesn't recognize the legitimacy of the Tibetan government that signed the agreement. It considers the area part of China. Along the western part of the border where the clash last week took place the two sides patrol parts of a disputed zone known as the line of actual control where they have been confronting each other with greater frequency in the recent years the next question is when is the last time someone was killed so when was the last time someone was killed and there's a satellite image taken at 1:39 p.m. local time on the 16th of June that shows the location of Indian and Chinese military vehicles in Gawa Valley security experts analyzed the image to determine troop locations and if you look at the satellite images they basically show you the conflict location they show you the line of actual control uh, that is close to the Shayok river so there's Latka and Askai Chin So Latka is in India and then Askaichen is in China and then they also show you the area where fighting took place so you'll see that tents 
are set up near the line of actual control. Experts say vehicles are there are likely a mix of Chinese and Indian vehicles. So if you look through the satellite images, they actually show you. Then the last image shows that at least 80 military vehicles, including at least 10 armored vehicles, are seen parked along the river. Experts say that they are likely Chinese vehicles. Now, while skirmishes, fistfights, and rock throwings have resulted from patrols from the two sides meeting in disputed areas, lethal clashes have been rare. Four Indian soldiers were killed in 1975 in one of the worst of these. The next question is what prompted the recent escalation? So if the last dispute took place around 1975, what prompted these recent escalations? The answer is basically India has built infrastructure such as roads, arms installation in recent years on its side of the disputed areas attempting to catch up with earlier Chinese efforts to do the same. The two sides went through a tense standoff in 2017 in an area disputed between Bhutan and Indian Ali and China near a strategic point at the Indian-Chinese border. What exactly has triggered the recent tensions remains somewhat unclear. Uh, but Chinese troops have moved more frequently into areas of dispute in some parts of the border, with Indian troops seeking to counter their moves, resulting in at least one physical brawl. The two militaries have held weeks of talks and diplomatic efforts have also continued to try to de-escalate the situation. And then the next question is, what is the danger of this turning into a border conflict? So with all of this happening, what is the danger of this actually turning into a border conflict? Now, last week, Monday's clashes could ratchet up diplomatic and military tensions between the two nuclear-armed neighbors. India hasn't indicated how it will respond, though, and the deaths of Indian security personnel will put pressure on the Indian Prime Minister to take a tougher stance against China's growing assertiveness. It is unclear whether violence will escalate at other sensitive points along the disputed boundaries. So there is possibility of it going, like just going from zero to a hundred quickly if this is not sorted out very soon. Now the next question that has been asked and we're coming towards the end of the questions is what are India and China's official reactions to the skirmish? Now each side is blaming the other. So China is blaming India and India is blaming China basically. That is how war always starts. One country is not happy with the other country, the other country is also not happy with the other country and then boom, war. You know, that's basically how it started. Now, each country is blaming each other for having troops in areas they were supposed to avoid. They both say they have a right to defend their territory and people, but stress that they are continuing a dialogue to try and lower tensions and avoid any escalation or repeat incidents. Mr. Modi said in a speech uh, last week, Brenda, that India's integrity and severity um, is supreme for them and no one can stop them from defending it. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi called on India to punish the Indian forces responsible for what he called a deliberate provocation. Anti-China protests spread in India last week Thursday as people vented their anger. 
mourners gathered across various towns and cities in India to pay respects to soldiers whose bodies were brought back home for lost rights. Protesters called for a boycott of Chinese goods in some parts of the country, even as police tried to limit large gatherings to slow the surge in coronavirus cases. Beyond a few official statements, reaction in China have been relatively muted, partly because local media hasn't prominently featured the Himalayan confrontation in its coverage, which is not shocking. I mean, something hectic like this is happening and the local media isn't really talking that much about it. That is also very suspicious on my side. Some Chinese posted nationalistic responses on the microblogging platform Weibo praising the country's troops and making anti-India comments. That was basically the last question. We do know that China is like the head of hidden news. For the fact that China is not speaking about something as big as this in the news and they're not covering the news and the only place that is covering the news is is not really speaking that much about it but all they're doing is praising the country's troops and making the anti-India comments and I understand that India is against China right now and China is against India right now but why is it not in the Chinese local media? That brings suspicion. For me personally, given the history of China and all of these things, if you look at it, China is hiding something. And India has not been happy with China for the very longest time, especially when the coronavirus outbreak started and all of these things. They were very, very upset with the whole thing. And they basically, a lot of the Indian media and stuff like that spoke about the fact that China was hiding a lot of the things and in a case like this that is as big as this this could basically if it goes in the wrong direction start a war between the two countries and a lot of lives will be lost the virus could spread even quicker and all of these things because India was also one of the countries that had a lot of coronavirus cases but for the fact that this is not being spoke about, spoken about in the Chinese media brings a lot of suspicion not only for me but I'm sure for a whole lot of other people that have been reading or been following this headline basically so I would like to know what your thoughts are do you think that there are things that are being hidden and that are not being spoken about or do you think that ah, or it will end well like it's just, just tension between two countries everything will end and there's nothing that's being hidden so let me know what your thoughts are now the last question basically is what is next what is going to happen next now if you look at history history holds difficult lessons for india it suffered a humiliating defeat during the 1962 border conflict with china india says china occupies 38,000 kilometers of its territory several rounds of talks in the last uh, three decades have failed to resolve the boundary issues china already controls the askai chin area from uh, further east of Latka and this region claimed by India is strategically important for Beijing as it connects its Xinjiang province with western Tibet. Now if I did pronounce the province wrong please you can correct me and tell me how it's supposed to be pronounced but in 2017 India and China were engaged in a similar standoff lasting more than two months in Doklam Plateau, a tried junction between India, China and Bhutan. India objected to China building a road in a region claimed by Bhutan. The Chinese stood firm. Within six months, 
Uh, India media reported that Beijing had built a permanent all-weather military complex there. This time, uh, this time as well, talks are seen that the, the only way forward, both countries have so much uh, to lose in military conflict. Um, China has no intention to escalate tensions. China basically thinks that India also doesn't want a conflict. But the situation depends on both sides. The Indian government should not be guided by the nationalistic media comments. So what they're saying there is the doctor from China basically say Dr. Long Jing Chan of the CIWA basically said that the Indian government should not listen to what, like I said earlier, that the, the microblogging that is happening. The only people that are talking about what is happening on the Chinese side. Now that also kind of brings suspicion, but they basically say that the Indian government should not listen to what they are saying. Both countries have the ability to solve the dispute through high-level talks. Chinese media have given hardly any coverage, like I said, to the border issues, which is being interpreted as a possible signal that a route to talks will be sought. And that is basically what it's next. So the only thing that we can wait for right now is that they actually talk, sit down and have a talk about what is happening. And if they basically a decision needs to come about on how they can control the situation and everything. But for me personally, I really feel that the Chinese government should also speak about what, why they're not publishing these things in their media and are telling people not to listen to that to the microblogging that is happening in terms of the coverage of the whole situation. So yeah, so that's basically all about China and India, the conflict that is happening between the two of them. Hopefully the, the whole thing will end calmly. Hopefully it will end with no war. Hopefully it will end with no more deaths and stuff like that, but it will end completely well. This is the new show right here on Active FM where radio has never been better. stream Reactive's very own The Movement album on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Reactive is a movement. So we were talking about China versus India and I would really really like to know what your thoughts are. So you can get onto social media right now. So take out your phone if you're not listening or even if you listen on your phone. Well, if you're on the website on your phone, then you can't do this. Okay, let's do this. Find a computer, find something else where you're not listening to the show right now and go on to Instagram. Yes, Instagram and search for ActiveFM777. Yeah, so you got it. And then go onto the DMs and tell me what your thoughts are regarding this situation. 
so that is what you're gonna do and i'm gonna be waiting active fm is gonna be waiting we want to hear what your thoughts are but you can catch us on our different social media pages not only on instagram we also on facebook forward slash active fm and we on twitter at active fm and then if you want to download this hot hot show and tell your people to download this hot hot show and all our other hot hot shows you can catch us on www.activefm.co.za you can also catch us on google Podcasts and we on apple Podcasts. i mean we've got both sides covered you know like except i don't know what's gonna happen if you've got a p40 you can go onto the website you see see we got you covered yeah so you can go on to google podcast apple podcast and we also on spotify yes just search for active fame in the podcast section of spotify and you will find us there on google podcast you'll have to search for active fame and then on apple podcast you just need to search for your specific show so just type in the new show and you will see my face right there and you can download our amazing 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 active fame shows when i mean it's amazing i'm telling you that of a fame has some really 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 hot shows and then once you've downloaded the show and you've gone onto our social media share the show isn't that awesome just share and let your whole world know about active fm because this is where radio has never been better and i'm telling you the truth i'm your girl cynthia but you know you can call me gigs and this is the news show right here on active fm like i said before where radio has never been better active fm radio has never been better